Hey guys, I'm your host Annabelle and this is Candid Conversations and I'm here with Dina. Hi everyone. And we have some stuff in the books to talk about today in today's podcast. Uh, we are going to talk about my trip to New York for my birthday. <laughs> and then I'm going to read an article that kind of ties back of my one point that I made last week. So I thought it would be cool to share that. Okay. So stay tuned. How was your week? I had a pretty interesting week. It was um, a little challenging because I feel like this week I had a lot of miscommunications, but at the same time, uh, I was able to resolve those and get some clarification and how to better communicate with people from now on. So, so you had like a learn lesson week. I did, and it's it's funny because it happened both in my personal life and also at work. And it was just kind of a more resolving week, like trying to figure out what works best. And I think that anytime there's any conflict, um, if you can figure out a way to resolve it and be better, that's like, you know, a good learning experience. Well, I think that was one thing we talked about last week is like, as humans, we're always growing. Yes. And it's always good to take certain things that happen to you. And you can either look at it as a way like you're like, man, that person was such a douche or like, or look at it the other way and be like, what can I learn from this experience? Yeah. It's funny how you always go back to naming, to calling that person I don't even know douche. why. <laughs> I don't, I didn't even like grow up. I don't even know really what that word even came from <laughs> what it means. But I guess because I want to say bad words and I'm like, I don't want it to be that podcast because I really do want to be open to all ages and kind of be a clean podcast. Because I was actually listening to podcasts you suggested. They oh, cut yeah. all the time. Yeah, my favorite murder. I, I love it. And it works for them, which is great. Yeah. I just think you have a, something different that you want to go with. Well, I do cuss like... I'm like 50-50. Like, I can go days when I don't cuss at all, and there's days I'm like the F word, the S word, every other word. Well, everybody has those moments. But in the South, you're more polite, and then we're from Georgia, so we're definitely more polite, and we try to, you know, be more lady Well, I think and... younger people cuss way more. Oh, yeah, than I definitely. think back then it was very frowned upon. It's like you will, it will, like, take a lot for someone to cuss. Now it's like you, you like... I mean, we also have a brother-in-law whose other word is SF, you know? So it's like, True. we grew up around bad words, but especially in the Latin community, like, going, yo, and it was funny, I, I follow this page on Facebook, We Are Me Too, and they're like, always like, they'll do like, if you can transfer Cuban words into American words, and they don't make sense at all. Like, it's so funny how different, like... All the, although the Latin culture, like, there's so many different slangs, but I... For our culture, Honduran culture, we grew up with our family members saying bad words well, in every single one sentence. One of the biggest one is hijo de la gran puta, which at the same time it usually is your mom saying that, and it's like son of a bitch, which I guess it's okay in English, but it's like your own mother calling herself a bad word. So that was that was very interesting <laughs> to hear that growing up. But yeah, 
So anyways, so yeah, douche, I guess, is my go-to word to try to keep it PG, but it might get old, and people will probably be like, you should retire that word, so I don't no, know. No, I just think it's funny that you always go to that word. I don't even know why. But I know that's not really where um, where I've learned from. It's more like um, what, I'm, what I'm going at is this week I learned how to handle situations that I'm not used to being in, and... Um, dealing with confrontations in a more calm manner which is I'm a, I'm different I'm very I go by my emotions so every week is different how I handle situations but I was actually um very happy the way that everything worked out this week so I think you're more like I think with me because I'm more like emotional like blah 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 like I think with me it's all a decision will be driven by an emotion. I think with you, decision is a little bit more thinking. Oh yeah, I'm very. But I'm very analytical. With you, if someone pisses you off, you go to town, and that's the difference with me. I'm more like, I'm gonna just say, <laughs> like, but like, no, I think I'm just much more vocal about it, and I don't have. I'm never really 100% rude, but I am very frank and and honest and that's very hard for people to take so well my mom always says you're the delicate one like uh, the middle child the marsha marsha like you did not mess with her and it was funny because it's like you're the <laughs> so she dina has like gotten a fight with all her so like big big fights and like we're like we're waiting for you and the oldest to get in the fight we're like it hasn't happened yet so I don't think that's gonna happen but you are I mean and I love that about yourself because you're like I don't take crap from anyone you're like I don't take crap from anyone and my feelings I'm gonna be told whereas I'm more like I take crap from people and then like I take so much of it and then I burst and I think that's probably worse than being up front because then the person's kind of like side blinded like oh, shoot, like, I didn't know that offended her because I do keep stuff inside and then there's yeah. one day I'm going to pop, whereas you, they know, okay, I, this is going to piss her yeah. off. Like, you need to be cautious or you need to be, <laughs> not cautious, but it's like... It's, handle handle with care Handle with my label. Yes. No, no, I think, I think I learned a lot and at the end of the day, I can say that I feel that I've become a better person because of it. And it's not just personal, it's also work, which is crazy because my work is pretty steady and I hardly ever have anything that's like crazy. But this week there was this, you know, whole jumble of of like things that came up and I had to handle it at that moment which I wasn't prepared for it and I love that's me. I love being prepared. I cannot go into something not being prepared, but I was actually very surprised at how I handled everything calmly and I was very assertive and also I just it, I walked away from it feeling good and I learned something and I feel like um I have the respect for my colleagues and vice versa. So that's very important to me. Especially work, because I pride with, you know, I pride in the work that I do, so. Well, I think there's two types, because you want to separate. It's like, there's a work you, and there's exactly. a home you, there's a relationship you. So at work, I mean, at work you always have to kind of, like, walk in eggshells, because you are, like, those aren't people you choose. Whereas friends or family, like, family, you don't choose those either, but you've grown up with them, so it's like, you already know the characters. But with work, it's like such a guessing game because you're like you can might say something to someone and oh, they yeah, turn around and they're like that offending them and you're like oh my god like I didn't even mean to offend them and exactly. it's like 
office politics, I mean, that's something I wish colleges would teach you. Like, that should be a course. Like, office politics, how to, like, you know, because you don't know until you get in that environment. You're like, and I've, like, I mean, I've learned so much from different office environments, but it's definitely, like, a learning experience every time it is because it's, like, you do have to be political it is politics and like oh definitely and the word politics it's like you have to campaign for yourself you kind of have to know what to say to who you need to put up a face and it's kind of all of that and a lot of like not saying that you have to be fake but sometimes you have to put the real self behind you and like be like okay i'm gonna be this professional person Mm -hmm. because i want to get somewhere in this place or i want to get somewhere in my career and you can't really be truthful but then, you know, there's times where you're like, I, I'd rather be truthful than be, like... I, yeah, I agree. I agree. You have really good points. You do have your, um, a different way that you approach things at work than you would in your personal life. So, I definitely agree with that. But, I think taking a, taking a, uh, what, what do I want to say? As a takeaway, I feel like I'm in a good place where some things came up. I was unsure how to handle them. There were everything, you know, worked itself out smoothly, and I can say that I feel good about it today. So that makes me happy whenever there's something like that going on. Good. Like, yeah. So. I'm glad. Clap for Dina. Yeah. <laughs> I did something right. <laughs> so I've had an interesting week. I've kind oh, of. Oh, yeah kind of been like low-key kind of week it's actually been a really good week which i usually always have something in the bump of the week that i'm like oh but this week has been really cool i'm like i don't know if it's either a new me that i don't care or like it really has been cool but so for my birthday um my boyfriend actually got me as a birthday present we went to new york and so i kind of want to talk about new york (laughs) so I guess to me, we went to San Francisco a month ago to see one of our good friends. And um, so San Francisco, it's not as much as like New York where you grew up seeing New York like on TV. I think San Francisco, I mean, Silicon Valley and all like those big names have kind of grown in. And obviously uh, Full House was really big. So it's like you, I had an idea. And don't get me wrong, like going to San Francisco and seeing that environment was so great for me and like just being in that side of California because we're from Southern California so seeing the opposite seeing just like an opposite style being able to experience it for a longer period of time yeah you know because I've been to San Francisco and it's more like of a day trip to go do a lot of sightseeing but we were there for a longer period of time we're there for like five days yes and um so how what would you say is the big difference between San Francisco and New York Well, so going back, I like, I guess, you know, I'm very thankful we went and very thankful for a friend who, you know, welcomed us with open arms. And, but I kind of was like, kind of took away, I was like, well, this is what everyone kind of like talks about. Whereas New York, I was kind of expecting the same thing. Like, I'm like, because, you know, we grew up. So you were, you were well, expecting you go to, to go to San Francisco and be like blown away. Not blown away, talk- but yeah, like kind of like, oh, this is something you're like. Everyone talks about. Yeah. Because it's on TV. And then, so New York, obviously like Home Alone, we were young. Home Alone was kind of like the first exposure mm-hmm. of New York. Home Alone is in Chicago, and you have to remember that the one the with the one. second one, the when second he goes one, to yes. New York. Okay, the <laughs> Home Alone two, <laughs> when he goes to right. New York, and then 
Friends was like not really like we didn't grow up watching that. It wasn't until Netflix. Thank you Netflix for releasing it in 2014. The whole ten seasons and I like nonstop watched, watched it. We like, binge watched the Friends and I just fell in love with that. But even like seeing that side of Friends and seeing yeah. New York and then How I Met Your Mother was we watched that before Friends. We, we did. So I was kind of like, okay, what's the hype? But actually, when I went there, um, I was really like surprised that I liked it so much like the girls like gossip girl style like the girls are all like so like done up and like it's a big the marketing of the world so like you have millennials like so what you see on tv is what you saw when you were mm-hmm. there as a tourist I think girls who live there because it's hard to be like are they tourists are they here but like we went to um was it Soho Yes, we went to Soho and all, like, the sh- it's just shopping center. All the girls are just, like, so pretty up. Like, so many beautiful girls. And, like, guys, too, but I think the girls' style takes so the turn there, there were more, um, there were more, I guess, dolled up and more well, not manicured. Even, no, like, I don't think they were, like, I mean... I take that back. There's girls with freaking stilettos walking those hills. I'm like, how? I'm like dying over here with my like therapeutic sandals. I'm like over here and these girls are like these inches of stilettos walking around. I'm like, okay, I don't even know how that works, but I get it. But no, I mean, just the style is just like a different kind of style. <laughs> the girl, so the style is really interesting there, but... I think one thing my boyfriend and I or my boyfriend really wanted to do was food. Like, he was like, okay, we're going to New York. So, he was actually, like, trying to eat three times a day. Like, so, it's that was kind of hard. He, what do you mean he was trying to... He just wanted to try food. So, he, so had, he ate more than the... He ate all day long? Well, we had, like, probably the most was, like, four meals a day. Okay. And that's, like, I usually had two to three. So, I had to make room for that. <laughs> But the food was amazing. But I would say, um, and I wrote a post about this. So we had a flight at like 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm -hmm. He tried to stay up and I tried to go to sleep. And I woke up like at midnight to try to get everything ready. And I wanted to stay up till like the time of the flight. So we had to leave our house like 3.30, 4.00. We stayed up till, I stayed up till 4, but he ended up at the last minute falling asleep. And then, like, I woke him up at 3.30, and, like, we were usually, like, on time. We were on time until we get there, and we were probably, like, 40 minutes before we were supposed to board to, like, maybe 50 minutes. But it was so busy. Like, I don't know. What, when did you end up going? On Friday? On um, Friday. At, at 4 at, o'clock? At, like, 5 a.m. Oh, my god! And it was... So busy. Well, I think Fridays are always like their their busiest. Well, that's how I was like. We didn't think about it until we're in the line, and we're like, oh, I guess it makes sense. People are getting ready for Mm -hmm. the weekend, and they're like, obviously, the pod like that flight is very popular because Mm -hmm. it's probably cheaper than Mm -hmm. the other. So it was really busy. So I literally like we are running. At the end, we were running, and, like, my boyfriend's... You're like, running to make it to your Yes, game. we're running to make it to the game. My boyfriend's 6'3". I'm, you know, 5'6". Five, five, so we're, like, running, and he's, like, running in front of me, and I'm wearing, like, tennis shoes, but he's still beating me, and then... <laughs> We, like, get through the gate. We get th- get off the train. We're, like, running up the escalators. And then we're running to the gate. And, like, I'm, like, right behind him. And I just see him psh, go. And I'm, like, okay, I can't run anymore. So I start walking, try to start walking really fast. And then when I start trying to walk really fast, he he's gone. 
So then I like tried to run again. I get to the gate and we get in and we're not even at the plane yet and I feel like throwing up. <laughs> so I'm in the and I'm in in we're in the trail rail yeah. to in the plane and I'm gagging and like <laughs> the woman who worked is like, Are you okay? Right when she we were about to get in the plane and I'm like, Okay, I don't wanna kick that. We did all this, so I like took it back and then I was like, Okay, I'm gonna calm my nerves down. We just ran. But then it made me really sad because I'm like, I'm so out of shape. I'm 28 on my birthday. I'm 28 trying to catch a plane and I'm out of shape. And I'm about to throw up on the plane for the first time in my life. So that was a, that was, that was an adventure in itself. That was an adventure in itself. So we finally get to New York. And like I said, uh, the definitely like this theme in like we stayed in Manhattan. So it's like the buildings were really cool. We stayed really close to the Empire State Building. Um, a c- couple of cool tips I would give uh, my boyfriend when we were checking in the, our room wasn't ready and like he gave the concierge like $20 and I like thought like why is he th- that's her job and he's like watch this like an hour later we get like a call our room is ready and then we get like a room up top and like then they give us free drinks because he told them it was my birthday so tip your concierge you know (laughs) so he did great I mean it was it was such a good trip uh I definitely learned some things about myself if you do go to New York uh there's not any public restrooms (laughs) so we like were at a restaurant we drank a whole bottle of wine and before I leave I forget to go to a restroom and we're walking back and I'm like oh have to use the bathroom and you know it it was kind of hard to try to hold it so and the funny part is that kelly osborne tweeted at starbucks because it was pride that whole weekend too Uh and she tried to use the bathroom and the starbucks didn't have a bathroom but i guess she didn't know at that point and she's like shame on you i was trying to use the bathroom and they wouldn't let us and she tweeted at them so it's like that city i get i know i get it because we ran with this in San Francisco, with there's a high population of homelessness, there's mm-hmm. the most, you know, uh, businesses. Most businesses won't let you go into the bathroom because it's not open. Not even for paying customers also, right? Well, we we thought because we went to dinner, I mean, we went to lunch with one of his friends and he was telling us that they should have let us, but then... Like, one girl, we're kind of, like, hinting, and that was, like, after the dinner, we went to get, you know, some, some beer, we went to get some beer, and we're kind of, like, so, can we go to the bathroom, we're, like, paying, she's, like, no, we don't have any public bathrooms, it's only for employees, and we even, like, dissed it, we're, like, well, in Atlanta, like, if you pay, you get to use the bathroom, and she Well, was, yeah, that's true. I don't know, that, that really kind of sucked, because I was, like... I'll bet I'll, and like we're when we're walking there is what would you say your the fun what was the most fun thing for you to do while you were in New York? I am definitely getting old. We didn't really do any nightlife, but we like went to Chelsea Market. I had a friend who suggested that, and we like sat and drank and like saw the sunrise or the sunset. The sunset. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. The first day we went to the Times Square. But what's your favorite memory? That was my question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I think all of it. I. You just love the experience of it. I think all of it was really nice. Like I can't say one of them was my favorite because 
we we kind of took our time with stuff. It mm-hmm. wasn't like we were like, okay, we need to see this. I we kind of went with the flow. We didn't have a schedule beforehand, and to tell you the truth, the maybe my best part was because I was there with my boyfriend, and we were for the first time in a hotel room in a room for three days by ourselves. Because when you get to the real world, we we we're so moving, and it's hard to take time to be by yourself. And, like, that's what I would say for couples. It's always good to take... When you have kids, I can't even imagine how important it is to take just a trip with your loved one. Because mm. we haven't taken a trip together in a long time. And that was the first time in a long time. And it felt nice just to have him close to me and, like, be in the same room. And then doing stuff together and, tra- and like, walking. But definitely, like, wear the right shoes. Because <laughs> unless you want an Uber, which Uber means, or Subway with the Subway. If, if you're going from a place where you're not used to being on your feet all day, yeah. which we're from Atlanta and that means we commute most of our time and then when we get our jobs or at our desk. But um, if you're not used to, you know, walking to work every day, of course it's going to wear on you. So. Yeah. So the walking was a little So nice. comfortable shoes. Comfortable shoes. Tip a concierge. Make sure you use the bathroom. Concierge. 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 Yeah, that's right. Tip your concierge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure you use the bathroom before you leave the facility, like wherever you are, at a restaurant, a bar. Make sure you use the bathroom before that. That was like another thing. And I was, I don't know, I was like clumsy 28 years old because I almost like fell and hit my head because there was like a car like backing up and I was wearing the sidewalk waiting for an Uber and he almost hit me. Oh, that's another thing. The only other thing I would say that was bad, we didn't have any rude experiences, but there was one guy when we were trying to get a sandwich and he was so annoyed because he's like, oh, what's up front? We're, we're out of that. So then... We're like, okay, well, what is this? Because it's not labeled. And he was, like, so annoyed. He said, I told you, we don't have that in front. So we're just like, you know what? We're just not going to even eat here. So we walked away. And that was the only experience when most people were super nice. Even though I feel like New York has a a tendency to you think that it's... That people are rude. People are rude, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, So that and then the honking like you would like be driving and stop for one second like someone would literally stop for one and like they like just hit their horn and i'm like that person can even go like why are you hitting your horn like that person and like atlanta that's you're gonna start like you know hitting the horn it's like you're starting a war but there it's like me but like just i don't know it's like i guess for them it's like hey i'm here hurry up and we get a chance to hurry up so that was very interesting too to the the driving there but i would say that overall it was a really good experience i enjoyed new york Mm -hmm. and it's definitely i think something that you do see people why they move there and i even like we were talking it's like we would like to move here Mm -hmm. but it's like number three of the most expensive places to live in exactly so unless i have a job that's paying me a lot of money (laughs) or i can afford that i i just can't justify it and there's people who are like you have you're living in new york like come on like you are living in a city the what matters if you have Mm -hmm. a shoebox worth of an apartment but i'm like i want more out of life (laughs) and the the one thing I would say, I, I probably would be more in shape because I will have to walk everywhere, and exactly. I do like that. And it was it was nice. It was a really good trip. 
and it was it was it was good and definitely those tv shows do it justice so go to new york (laughs) annabelle um you said that you had an article that you wanted to go over and i'm actually very interested in listening to this i'm gonna go just over the bullet points uh because i think if we read all of it it might be another hour when we're here but So this is from entrepreneur.com, and this is six ways to become a millionaire while working for someone else. And the reason I brought this up was because they started the, you've heard this saying, you'll never get rich working for someone else. And I'm a big advocate for that. I think you won't get rich working for someone else. And I've told people and I've wrote blogs about that because at the end of the day, I think you have to kind of do your own brand and we're in an age where being an entrepreneur is just so easy. It's at your fingertips to be able to be to this knowledge and start your own place. You just really need dedication and motivation. Mm-hmm. I think at this one, obviously there's research and the biggest thing, which I've been so lucky to have is support from people, from your friends who either share your content or like your content. So Having people around you that support your dream is very important to be an entrepreneur or have an idea. I mean, Etsy, like, it's just so many things that you would think that and in back then it was probably harder to do. Now you have that ability oh, to be an entrepreneur. I love Etsy. It's so great that all these people can be creative and create, uh, you know, build up their brand and create things. And that's Kendra Scott. I don't know if you're familiar with mm-hmm. it, but... Is it Kendra Scott? I'm pretty sure it's um, this line that started off in Etsy, and it's a jewelry designer. And now she has stores and uh, boutiques and some of the most, um, you know, affluent, uh, you know, the more, the more, what's it called? High? High-end boutiques? The, she has her boutiques and the more high-end uh, malls or stores or units I don't know what they call them but anyways she started off at Etsy and got so popular that she was able to create her own website and from then she's now having her own stores which is incredible because you know I'm sure when she first started out who knows where it was at she didn't imagine she was mm-hmm. going to be where she's at now well I just got this like face moisturizer from this um i googled uh, i'm sorry i didn't google amazon their own search engine i looked for it kind of popped up it had like almost five stars and it's organic it's like it had really good reviews i read the ingredients and they like sent me an email before the product even came i think it's an automated Mm -hmm. email but i i was even saying like that to me because i am in the e-commerce world I work in the e-commerce sector, so I kind of appreciate that. But they, like, send me an email saying, you know, we're a small... They send me an email saying, we're a small business. We are so grateful for for your purchase. We hope you love the product. And I really, like, love that because I'm like, these people are going the extra step. But, yeah, that kind of ties back. Like, you can get on Amazon and start selling your product, and then more and more people buy it, and it starts like that. And it starts, like, people like that that go the extra mile to say, hey, we're a small company. Your review matters or your buying matters. Thank you for buying from us. And then as a consumer, you're like, 
dang, that person took the time to even send me an automatic email or like write me. It, it was really great. And then they even responded. I sent him an email saying, you know, I, I can't wait to try the, the product. And they were like, if you need anything, please let me know. And, and that to me meant so much. That, that they reached out that to That they you. reached out. So, yeah. So, where I'm going with this is that's why I think being your own boss is so important because we have access to things that our parents didn't have, our grandparents didn't have. Uh, kids now can be YouTube stars. I mean, we're doing a podcast out of, like, utilities that I have over my phone. Like, so, it's like your dream can really become real if you just put effort to it so mm-hmm. it was interesting for me to read this article because it's saying six ways to get rich out of someone else's money which i still have a full-time job and you still have a full-time I job do. and you know we kind of have to go that route until our dreams do come true and we can be our own boss so i wanted to go over the bullet points so the the first one was earn partner status so, obviously, if you don't work at a place where you can become a partner, this is kind of useless. Like, a mm. marketing partner or a law firm partner. Um, attorney. Or, like, if you're working at a startup. Uh, the second one is take stock options. And that one's really cool because there are some even smaller companies that even if they're not in the stock market, they still have stock options with, within their small business. So, that's something like this even saying, if, even if you take a lower salary, that a, taking a stock option might like balance itself out. So, it's interesting to like kind of look at that. Mm-hmm. And it's something that maybe when you're even negotiating or looking at a job, you don't even think about. But it's something that is out there and you might get rich out of being owning some stock in that company. And this is why this kind of gravitated me because we talked about it on our last week's podcast is live below your means. And obviously, we talked about how important that is. I talked about Warren Buffett. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's right there and there. Like, go live your life. Like, there's, like we said, there's no reason to live your life like you have to show it. Like, live your life like what makes you happy. And being simplistic might get you even more rich than anything. You don't have to show it. Yeah, there's no reason to spend unnecessary money if it's not within your salary, if it's not within your budget. Just be conservative as much as you can. I I 100% agree with that. Um, Number four is invest wisely, which this is kind of hard because I think no one really teaches you how to invest, and investing can be a scary thing. Like, you, could, someone can pitch you something, and you're like, "That's gonna be big one day," and then. Which, to that point, I would say is meet with somebody who works in wealth management, and maybe they can point you in the right directions on how to invest your assets. Definitely, or Google. <laughs> I mean. But do the, even if you, have the, if you have the patience to do the research, books. then do it. Um, and if you want to find somebody who can help you, do that as well. So number five is take over the business. And it says, eventually a business owner will retire and move on to another venture. That could be your chance to chime. So that's kind of something to keep in mind if you, especially if you work in a smaller business and or kind of like do take a pay cut and work in a corporate business and you move up. Obviously, the business boss, business boss, the business owner is going to eventually want to retire. And then they might just leave it to you or like try to like get close to that option and move yourself up. 
And then the last one's like start a side business, which it's funny because that's what I'm talking about. It's like, well, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to do It's while you're make, getting paid by your nine to five job. And as much as you hate it and you want to see results, starting a side business is not that hard. Kind of like, you know, now that we talked about like places like Etsy, like you can start a side job now, like out of every, anything. Like it's crazy what people buy. Exactly. Like, it is... The things that people even buy and call art, I'm like, how? I wouldn't pay that much money. But, hey, there's always going to be an audience for you as much as maybe it's not the audience you're looking for or as much audience volume you are looking for. If you keep doing it, I think one of the biggest things is consistency and keep going and keep dreaming and go... go Never give up because giving up is probably our biggest thing and it's hard I mean it's hard doing stuff when you do have a nine-to-five job because it's hard to find time especially because it's like you get home and you're just so tired and you just want to lay down and then you're like I have to do this and that's why like to me when I started the blog writing is so dreading to me but that's why I'm like I enjoy podcasts I enjoy talking (laughs) so try different things and see what really you enjoy more you never know where one thing can lead to you so Anyways, I thought it was cool to... I think the most important thing to remember is to go outside of your comfort zone. And even though that's a scary process, a scary thought, it's it can open the door to so many other things. So that's definitely one of the biggest advice, or the, one of the biggest advice I would give somebody. Yeah, because it's like we... <clears throat> We're such creatures, you know, it's like we like what's comfortable. Yeah, we are. Like, I think we're we're creatures of comfort, creatures of, like, what we know, and that's important. But I feel like that's such a cliche, though. It's like, you need to go and chase your dreams. No, but I'm not telling people to go out there and chase your dreams. I'm just telling people to get outside their comfort zone. Yeah. I think whatever just, that may be. Well, I think just keep things. trying, keep trying yeah. to find what you like, what you enjoy, and maybe just do it. And eventually, like they said, when it you're if you keep doing it, you're gonna have people who are gonna diss you. You're gonna have people who are gonna support you. But you just have to say this is gonna be something one day, and you never know where that can lead you and who you can inspire. So. Uh, definitely start a side business, whatever that is, mowing your neighbor's lawn or starting a lemonade company, like, so be open to that idea, so, anyways, I felt like sharing that just because last week I went over some topics or advice that I've learned in my 28 years, and it was interesting that one of the biggest things is live below your means, so, guys, listen to me, I am wise, Mm -hmm. no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in to another week of your content conversations. Uh, Like I said, my sister joined me again, which I'm very thankful that she's still doing these with me so far. Um, I'm very happy I got to share my New York experience with you and also an article. I'm also going to write down the link to the article so you can read it. Um, But yeah, in the beginning, I don't know if you noticed there is water in the background and that was actually my dishwasher going off. Um. Uh, this is the first time I, be, I was using that mic, so it picked up a lot more than I thought it would. Uh, so I apologize for that. Like, obviously, I'm learning as I go with these podcasts. This is 
a new adventure for me. But like I always say, I'm so thankful for your support. So thankful for you listening. And I can't wait to keep sharing more of my week with you and my stories. Uh, Like I said, please comment, share. Uh, And of course, if you have anything you want us to open up about, please, you know, share. I, I would love to hear what you have to say. I hope, you know, you tune in to my next week's podcast. Thank you.